Recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge high atop the Charlie Butts building in beautiful midtown Chesapeake, Virginia, it's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host, Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, the house. Well, hey everybody, welcome back to the old podcast after our uh, Halloween hiatus, unfortunately. <laughs> We've had too many hiatuses. Is that a word? Hiatuses? Hiatus it is now. <laughs> Hiatai. Yeah. Well, I mean, in between moving the lounge <laughs> across town to the new lounge and then everything that goes with that and, and getting settled Fest in and, and Monster Fest and Halloween and then trying to get everything ready for the Williamsburg Nostalgia Fest coming up in a week. It's been crazy. It's been pretty hectic around here. It has. Yes, but indeed. We are, we are glad we snuck in a short movie, sort of. Yeah. Anthology. This is a, an after Halloween uh, treat. Yeah. Yes, this is actually called The House, a Hulu Halloween Anthology. Yeah, so if you have the Hulu, you can watch this. If you don't, you can't. I mean, I don't think yeah. it's available anywhere I, else. Actually, I think that it is available elsewhere. Oh, yeah? Um, I saw some some little tidbits saying you could find it on other places. Oh, I just okay. don't know exactly okay. where. I want to say maybe YouTube has them, but you know, I'll just probably do some searching. Yeah. You'll find it. It's worth it. It was pretty cool. This is a, an anthology of, what, six episodes? Yes. Well, six episodes that are on Hulu, posted yeah. on Hulu, and then there are actually two virtual reality episodes, VR episodes. That continue two of the stories that a little continue, bit. That continue, yeah. And we haven't actually gotten to see those because we don't have any VR devices, yeah. and nowhere could we find where someone has recorded those and put them on YouTube or anything. So we haven't seen those. If you guys yeah. get to watch those, then good on you. Uh, but in the meantime, we can talk about the six episodes that are hosted on Hulu. Yeah, this is one that we wanted to we wanted to try to sneak in an extra episode before just before Halloween, but uh, well, it didn't work out for us. Being you know, we just got too busy. Yep. So consider this part of Halloween. It's just after Halloween. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, Halloween can go all year. Well, yeah, this is what October what thirty fifth now thirty eighth. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but this was a. It's a creepy little anthology. Yeah. And a it couple actually of... came out in 2017, which yeah. is older than I thought. And it's pretty cool because each episode is no longer than, what, about six minutes? Yeah, I think the the longest one is six minutes. Yeah, so it's six episodes and, you know, six minutes or less each. Yeah, so you can get through this in no time at all. Yeah, and there's a couple of them that are pretty creepy and a couple of them that are not. Well, let's just start at the beginning of it. It starts out with the one called The Projectionist. And, well, let's, hold on, let's get a little overview again real quick before we get into that. Okay. It's, it's called The House, and it pretty much is this, and we'll get into more exactly what it is, but the overview is it's this haunted or this creepy house that appears through different points in time, appears and reappears in places. Yeah. And shenanigans happen. Yeah, but you don't really know that until like until an episode you get or two into in. A couple, a couple episodes, of episodes in. Yeah. yeah. The first episode is probably my almost my favorite of of the six because it takes place in an old movie theater. <laughs> right. And I have this mad obsession with old movie theaters. I, you know, just do love you them now? to death. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. I would like to. Eat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so episode 1 is called The Projectionist. Yeah. And it's got, uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Larry, was it Larry? Larry Hankin. Larry Hankin, who, character actor from the, in the 70s and 80s and everything. I mean, he did, you know, the two things I really remember. He did a Barney Miller and he did a Laverne and Shirley. A couple mm-hmm. of Laverne and Shirley's, I think. 
and he's done a little bit of everything. And he's done some feature work too, you know, so, but he's this projectionist and it opens up, he's, uh, when it opens up with these kids walking up to the theater yeah. and it's a, looks like a great old single screen theater movie palace thing with the old marquee with the letters, you know, on it that you, you know, you put up there and take down every day Yeah, and old movie posters or, or tributes to old movie posters. Yeah. And one of the movie posters is the seven moons. But it's the Forbidden Planet movie poster. Yeah, just reworked but it says it. Seven Moons on it. Yeah. yeah, and that's significant later. Yeah, the Seven Moons somehow runs through a few Every of the episodes, episode, and we're not pretty much. We don't know what the significance is, or if it's significant in any way. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe there'll be another season. Yeah, yeah. and each each episode opens with a location and a date, and then the title of the episode of course and this some one, kind of drawing some woodcut symbol yeah a little yeah. little drawing and so this, this one is, is 116 enmity lane 1959 and it takes place in the vista is the name of the yeah the vista theater movie yeah, theater theater and these two kids walk in this midnight showing of the house and they sit down and they're two kind of nerdy kids and they're watching this horror movie mm-hmm. and it's like they're there's maybe one or two other people in the theater, or yeah, just them. I think them. there's just one and the projectionist, yeah, who, and keeps, who doesn't speak at all. No, he keeps cutting back to the projections in the booth, and he's it looks like he's editing the whole yeah. time, like old school editing where you cut and splice and all mm-hmm. that. And they're watching this other couple run out of this house, and this axe murderer comes after them, and then they start making out. And as they start making out heavier and heavier, the film stops and burns. And the mm-hmm. light gets real bright white, engulfs the theater, and then it goes back to blank screen, and they're gone. An empty theater, yeah. yeah. Like, so you just think that the, you know, it ended and they went away. Yeah. Then this other greaser couple comes walking up. Yeah. And they sit down and watch the movie, and the same thing. It cuts back to the projectionist. It cuts back to the screen, and the axe murderer comes out, and they start making out and disregard the movie. And the kids that were in the theater are now in the film. Yeah. And the axe murderer gets him, and then he raises his head, and the guy in the film looks like the projectionist. Yeah, and he says something like, "Enjoy the show." Enjoy the show. Yeah, and then the light goes, and they're gone, and that's the end of it. Yeah, it was kind of cool, kind of you know. It was neat, little little creepy ish, Twilight Zone ish kind of thing, you know. Uh, And but that's it. There's nothing else. No explanation. Nope. No resolution. That's all you You get. Yeah. That was the end of the first one. Yeah, but it's atmospheric, you know. The old theater was great. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'd like to find out what theater they used. Oh. That would be kind of cool to see where that was. Well, we found next to nothing about this whole anthology. Yeah, there's There's not much out there about it. Nothing on IMDb, none of trivia, there's no Wikipedia, there's nothing. The only thing I could find is other people's reviews of it. Yeah, and And, and And no information. They don't have any information, it's just very generic reviews, Mm -hmm. really. Anyhow, so episode number two is called Unexplained Phenomena. Now, this is probably my second favorite or my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. Because this is the creepiest one. Yeah. This one, they did yeah. a really good job on this. And this one is located at 1306 Underwood Road in 1989. So now we've jumped ahead yeah. 30 years. And it's a direct rip or tribute of Unexplained Mysteries. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same format as that show and... Uh, they get the Robert Stack character introducing it, and then they go to the reporter in the field. Yeah. And and you can see in the background on the set, there's the axe yeah. from the movie you just watched. Yeah. There's a gargoyle, which I I'm, yeah. can't remember. That must and have been a, on the house. And there's a, ma- a mask from a 
future episode. Yes, which it's actually a mask from the Seven Moons cult, which you'll see in like episode three, I think. Yeah. But you don't know that at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, so, that's so then he cool. he takes you to this um, house that appeared overnight. Locals yeah. say. And uh, he's just a reporter and the cameraman, and he's this investigative journalist, this young guy. And they go into the, the up to the house, and uh, the door is unlocked. And they go in. And the way it's shot is point of view from the cameraman looking at this reporter guy. Yeah. And it, it gets, you know, it's nice and creepy. It's, you know, dark, abandoned house, the only mm-hmm. lights from the camera. Yep. And you see a couple things in this one. You see a piano. Yep. The same piano shows up in a, the other house in another episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty distinctive um, piano. And now it's white. And, yeah. yeah. You start to get a clue in this one. I think this is the one. This is the one that had the bowl, the bowl of apples on the table. No. That's or is not until that the, the next the episode. One. Yeah. The, okay. the third episode is when you start to you start, realize things are adding up and yeah, okay. meshing together. But anyway, so second episode. Yeah. You, the camera follows this guy around. And they hear creepy noises and hear some whispers and stuff. And yeah, and lights come on on, on their own. Yeah. And at one point, the cameraman is is standing next to a mirror, and he's got his camera pointed at you know the reporter. And then he flips it over, and he looks in the mirror, and there's a guy in the mirror. You see him. Well, you see the, the cameraman. Repo- it's the reporter and the cameraman in the mirror. Right. And then he turns back to the reporter, and you see the reporter standing there, and he turns back to the mirror, and the and reporter's gone, gone right. and back to the reporter, and he's still there. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's really weird. That's a little creepy. Yeah. You know? But that's, this whole thing is, the creep factor is up in this one. It's, it's well done. And then they hear noise, noise, and they're trying to follow the noise, and they go to in, in the basement, and you're like, yeah. no, so don't of course go in the basement. You, yeah, you hear the basement. He's like, we must investigate. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he goes downstairs, and he forces open a door down there and, and falls and, down and he yeah. gets up and then there's and, an earthquake he says yeah although i don't think it was an earthquake yeah anyway they and, get out and the cameraman's like we got to go yeah and of course the reporter this guy does a great job being the reporter being this, i mean an he's idiot reporter yeah, yeah an idiot and he's like my, my camera crew stan has requested that we we leave but uh going with my journalistic instincts we must investigate further yeah. And then there's another noise or something. The cameraman falls down or turns away, and he turns the camera back, and the reporter's gone. He's looking for him, and he looks. He points a camera at the ceiling, mm-hmm. and the guy's stuck to the ceiling. Yeah. And the cameraman's like, oh, go, we got to go. And then all of a sudden, the guy like gets sucked, like T2, melds through the, the ceiling. Yeah. And the cameraman runs upstairs, and um, you don't see the reporter. No, well, the the cameraman, you don't see the reporter there, and yeah. you, the cameraman falls down, and you see just the, the point of view of the camera on the floor, and I think you see the cameraman's hands get pulled away or something, yeah, or and maybe sucked it. down, I can't yeah. remember. And then that's it breaks back to the set. where the, And the Robert the guy, Stack character's like, Jesus Christ, what's happened? Oh, my God. And, and they're, they're like, like, we're on air, we're on air. And he goes, we're having technical difficulties. We'll be right back. <laughs> And then when they cut, you see the the crew just kind of freaking out, like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, and then, and then that, the credits roll. That's it. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was I liked good. it a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty pretty phenomenal. So then episode three is called "Let Us In," and this one is the one that most people, okay. when I was reading reviews, uh-huh. like this one the most. And I like this one a lot, and this is the one that starts to tie things together. Yeah. But I really, I liked unexplained phenomena better. Yeah. But anyway, well, I think people like this one the most because they start to get some some answers yeah probably but this one takes place on 31 ride place r-y-d-e 
And I'm giving you this because I don't know if it has any significance. I haven't yet figured those out, but you know, maybe somebody else will figure it out. What, 71? 1971, yeah. Yeah, so we went from 59 to 89 89 to 71 71 Mm -hmm. now. And it's got these two kids. looks like it's Halloween night. They're in cloaks and have these white masks with, you know, some paint on them. Mm -hmm. And And it happens to be the same mask that you saw in episode two. In the previous episode, yeah. yeah. And their names are Rosemary and Richard, just as a note R and R. R and R, which is significant later. And they go into this house and like they're sneaking into the house and then they split up, don't they? Then the girl go upstairs or something? I don't think so, but they're... Well, no, because she comes from upstairs. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, they have to split up. Anyway, Anyway, she brings a couple down all tied up and gagged, and she's got a knife to him, and the kid takes his mask off. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And uh, she's like... She's like, like, we need them for the ritual. Yeah, and she brings another girl down and sets these three people down and says, we need their blood for the ritual. He's like, blood? What do you mean? What are you talking about? And she said, we need it for the ritual. And... uh, you know, turns out that this kid was just going along with her just to get her pants. Yeah. Which he yeah, did she, earlier, she apparently. Said, uh, she said it was okay with the, the body melding ritual. Yeah. <laughs> and he just went like, like eh, eh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So anyway, he, um, yeah, he said, well, you're, you know, like you're going too far. And yeah, he's know. like, I don't want to be a part of your cult. And she's like, it's not a cult. It's an empowerment group. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was a good line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I liked it. Uh, and it, is there like? Oh, this one. This is where you see the piano. When you oh, yeah. go in, you, you see, see the that piano again. Piano, and you see a bowl of apples, and one on top has a bite taken out. Yeah, of it. yeah. When they get to the basement. Yeah, yeah. That's down right. It's on in the, the basement. basement. So um, they hear in that room that the the reporter had busted the door in. Yeah. On the floor is painted a tree. A big tree. A with, big tree a, in a like a. a it's not in a pentagram, but it's in a it's circle. It's like a circle. Kind of, kind of like if it circle. was a pentagram. It's that kind of setup. Yeah. And, and um, there's a guy there's tied a, up on the floor. Yeah. And there's a bowl of apples with one bite taken out of yeah. one of the apples. And the guy is like, get me out of here. These people are crazy. Yeah. So so the kid, the guy frees this guy and tries to get him out. And the guy runs upstairs and he's trying to get out and he can't get out. The door won't open. And the girl and the, the boy go back up there and... The people that are tied up are like, you know, trying to trying get to get out. free. Yeah. And somehow I think he gets one of the guys gets there. Yeah, he spits. Um, he finally spits gag the gag out, out yeah. of his mouth somehow. And he's like, that it's the house. The house won't let you leave. Yeah. And the guy can't leave. And the girl, the cult girl just goes nuts and stabs this guy or tries to stab him. Yeah. And he gets pull, just pulled away. Some it's force like pulls him away and slams him, him into the wall and kills him. Pretty much. He starts bleeding out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And, um. They tell, yeah, he says the, the house won't let you leave. It demands a sacrifice something. And yeah. he was going to be the sacrifice. You ruined it. Yeah. And uh, the girl's like, well, we can sacrifice. And she picks someone, the other, what, the, the mother like or the something? the mother looking person, yeah. But one of the girls gets sucked into another room. Yeah. And then she starts backing towards the, the basement. Yeah. She's like, we got to sacrifice right here. We'll just go down to the basement. And she takes a step towards the It doesn't the like the earthquake again. The no, house no, shakes. She, just, she starts going towards the basement. She's backing up and she like gets to the top step and this top step breaks. Oh, okay. Now, that probably was on yeah. purpose from the house. But anyway, she, so falls, she falls all the down. way down to the bottom, breaks her leg. And then she's like hollering up to Richard, like, come down here right now and yeah. get me. My leg's broken. And he slowly shuts the door. And he just shuts the door. <laughs> And then you see just before he shuts the door, or maybe it 
pans back to her after the door. She shut. gets I can't sucked remember. away. She just gets sucked away. Yeah. Yeah. And he turns to the people and says, okay, we can get out of here now. The house, you know, got the sacrifice. And like, no, we don't want to leave. We like living here. Yeah. As long as we feed the as house. As long as we feed the house. And they look at him and he's like, oh. Yeah. And then credits roll. Yeah. That one had a cool little little twist to it. Yeah. That was neat. I like that That was one Twilight Zone-ish too. Yeah, you know, it was. Or monsters or you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty neat. So then number four is called The Tree. And a lot of people... Now this it breaks oddly, them with a format. Because this yeah. goes with more... It, it gives you the lore of what it's all about. Yeah, and, and most people that I've read reviews from don't like this one because it breaks the format and they said it slows things down. But mm-hmm. I liked it because it brought things together yeah you know but anyway this one is animated yeah it's probably only a minute long it's very short yeah and it says address unknown and date unknown yeah and it starts with an animation or a narrator and it's larry hankin yeah who's narrating the projectionist guy is is the narrator in this and he starts you see a a like a picture of a tree and at the bottom it's like a tarot card looking thing and it says the tree of knowledge yeah and then, you know, he starts telling you about the tree and how it was found. Yeah. So basically, and, it's the tree that Adam and Eve took the apple from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what and, it, it just comes right and says it. Yeah, that's right. And there was a tree and and people who went to the tree, like lovers would turn against each other. And you see these these animated lovers carve R and R In into heart. the heart, yeah. into the tree. And then they try to kill each other. And then... This company, this lumber company, all animated, Red of Ridge, Red Ridge R&R. Lumber Company comes up and cuts the tree down and but, turns it into well, but lumber. The first thing, the guy's trying to cut the tree down and he pulls his axe back or he bounces yeah. off the tree and cuts the head off the guy behind him. Yeah. Another guy comes up, picks up the axe and is horrified and then kills that guy. Right. And then, yeah, and then they finally get it cut down. Right. And, and so then it goes on to explain to you that it... It was built, It the lumber was used to build a house, yeah. and the house was cursed. It was living just like the tree was. And they, Yes, the house was living just like the tree. And, and demanded a sacrifice. All the, yes, and, and all yeah. the things would happen, and it got a, um, it took on a life of its own, and you know people didn't want to live there, and then it shows all these bad things happening yeah. in the house. Um, and then it explains how got such a bad name so to speak you know nobody would buy nobody the house would buy it, it. it fell so, in such disrepair that the house itself moved yeah the house just disappeared, disappeared and relocated reappe- to a new location and looked like a different house yeah so apparently whenever it just couldn't get people to come into it anymore it would relocate and yeah. build itself anew and there's another episode well, that does more of that in a second. But yeah. the next episode, the fifth episode? Yeah, the fifth episode kind of goes way beyond. It's, it's the called, house in it, space. Yeah, it's called Seven Moons. And it's, it takes place on Alpha Centauri C, planet Mardok, in 2490. And it's this astronaut crew that are looking for signs of life or seeds. Yeah, they're, plants. they're it's the Genesis Seed Harvesting Mission. Yeah. And when it scrolls up, when they first get out of their ship or whatever, it's a very, um, very foggy yeah. kind of planet. And it scrolls up, and you can see there's there's literally seven moons. Yeah, and it's pretty cool because their spacesuits look. I bet you in the good light they look really cheesy. 
<laughs> Probably. Because the trim on them is silver, but the way the light hits it, it looks like it's tinfoil that they've wrapped in you know, perfectly straight lines mm-hmm. around the seams. And some of it looks just like plate armor, but it could be, you know, just cardboard painted black and tinfoil, which if it was, I applaud it because it was genius. Because the way it's shot, it looks it pretty looks good. It looks good, yeah. But as it goes on, these astronauts one by one, these it looks like tentacles are coming out and pulling them into the in back into the fog and yeah and they're like retreat to the ship and yeah. they all start running for the ship of course and they three, get to the ship three of them the make ship. it to the ship and the ship's <laughs> yeah. you know screwed up and all yeah. tore up so they start and one of them gets pulled under the ship mm-hmm. so the other two start running and one of them gets you know pulled away by the tentacles and the other one the last one this girl starts climbing this tower this yeah. rock because there's a she sees somebody in a window of this tower yeah there's like a it's like a cliff, a, a sheer yeah. cliff, kind of, and there's a building of some description at the top, and we call it the tower because that's the name of the VR. Oh yeah, okay. Follow up, um, but she that gets, takes place after this that we haven't seen, but it's called, yeah. we call it the tower. She gets close to the top, and the the princess in the window mm-hmm. turns out it looks like it's a cyborg. She's got kind of a porcelain mask, but the one eye is like a moving camera, like yeah. eye. And like Vorg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets where they clasp hands and then her hand slips out and she falls. Yeah. And then the tentacles come and get her. But then you see it pans back. It's not tentacles. The tree is up on a hill and it's the roots of the tree coming up out of the ground and grabbing people. And grabbing her. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. That, that was, was a neat, neat little twist. It was neat. I guess it's uh, the tree has moved on to a new planet. Yeah. And we'll start anew, I suppose. Although yeah. if there's nobody to sacrifice there, I don't know what it'll do. But whatever. <laughs> That's not my problem. Yeah. Now, the next episode is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, the next one is called Origins. And it's another one completely breaks the format of a story. Yeah. And it's just photographs and newspaper clippings of the house through the decades. But the coolest part about it is... It shows clippings and pictures from all the episodes. Yeah. And actually, you know what? I may have I may have mixed up Origins and the tree. I don't know that the tree gives you all of the Red Ridge chopping it down. That yeah. may just happen no, in it, Origins. No, no, I think it showed the Does name of the, on the back okay. of the guy's shirt. I couldn't shirts. remember. All right. Anyway, go ahead. I, I could be wrong, but I think it did. Anyway, and all these, like, it shows picture of the Vista and, you know, it shows new headlines of... Kids report their your friends disappeared and mm-hmm. and the different stories. It has yeah. different pieces. It talks but about then, the house appearing out yeah. of nowhere. But then it flashes that uh, like the that classic shot from The Exorcist of Father yep. Marin from the poster, just yeah. real quick. Yep. And you're like, oh. And then it goes back and you see a shot of like where the scene that was cut out of Reagan climbing up the stairs like a spider. You see yep. that real quick. Yep. And then it goes to other stuff from the from this different mm-hmm. clippings and pictures and stuff and then it has a flash with like the amityville house yeah you know and there's unmistakable windows and then a newspaper clipping you know something about mysterious deaths in a house in long island or something like that and then it goes back to more clippings from the stories that we've seen in this these short films yeah but it alludes to that all the other haunted houses or demon possessed stuff that we've seen were actually this. This, yeah. It was actually Which the I tree of knowledge house. That's kind of cool. Kinda neat. It's yeah, a, I like it's that. Twist. I know some people would not appreciate that. I, I know a lot of people don't like that whole inclusion thing, but that kind of that was just a little tiny nod, and I yeah. kind of liked it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. It only would have been better if they would have had William, picture William Cat show up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was the that was actually the last actual episode. Yeah. Um, there were the two VR episodes, oh, of course, we and talked then about that we didn't get to see. An extra episode. Right. And then there's under the extras on Hulu, there was yeah. an extra episode that was um, called Unexplained Phenomena Part 2, which takes place on 1306 Underwood Drive again yeah. in 1990. So this is one, one year, year after the reporter disappeared. And it, yeah, what happens is it turns out that the reporter that disappeared shows just up mysteriously appears on that spot and shows up and looking rough. Yeah, they have him in the studio and his his hair's white. Yeah. And he looks just haggard and and disoriented completely and they sit yeah. him down and try to interview him which is just like reporters, it's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, it looks like this guy literally just got pulled in off the street. Like, they just found him and brought him in here and put him down and re- started recording. Yeah. Didn't even take him to the hospital, yeah. nothing. Just, here, let's record it now. And so the Robert Stack character starts trying to talk to him, and he's just sitting there looking, this you know, completely disoriented. And it's like, well, what happened with your, your year? Where have you been? And, of course, then he starts, like, bleeding dark from his nose and he hands him a tissue and then the guy speaks it looks like green i mean like ectoplasm or something i guess i don't know what it is and he speaks in like a demonic modulated voice Mm -hmm. and says some stuff yeah and then he's like i don't don't understand i don't understand where were you what are you saying and then he he blanks back to his regular voice and says oh i'll tell you where i was and he says more cryptic stuff yeah he's like i was I was where I was and where I am and nowhere or something yeah. something weird like that. And then he throws up like green jello. Yeah. Uh, ectoplasm. And he or maybe he does that first and then he says I'm nowhere where says that whole thing and then all of a sudden it like the background kind of fades and it glows bright or something and then all of a sudden it's like they don't move. They're sitting in chairs. Yeah. And they're in but the house. But the entire set, the the crew and the two guys on being interviewed and yeah. the props are all sitting in the room in the house that yeah. the dude disappeared in. And the guy tries, and he, the interviewer starts to like run to the studio door and all of a sudden that fades and turns into the house door. Yeah. And nobody can get out and that's the end. And that's the end of the episode. So that was the follow-up episode. Yeah, that was cool. Was and you know cool. what he said? He what? said, wherever you go, there, there you, you are. <laughs> True words are never spoken. <laughs> yeah, so that was it. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it was, was creepy and it was interesting. It was something different. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, it kind of spanned a bunch of different yeah. types of horror, a bunch of different genre stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was It, neat. it did. I, I will and go very with, quick. Yeah, it was a quick and easy watch. You're not going to, you know, invest a lot of time in it, which, you know, if you're something you just want to put on real quick, it's it's well worth the watch. Yep. I, I get what people were saying, though, about two expository episodes that didn't have any story. Yeah. Kind of throwing them because the format just. Yeah. And But they were pretty cool yeah. because of what they did. But I get maybe yeah. if they were both at the end. Maybe. I don't you know. know. I don't know. Uh, it didn't bother me. No, I wasn't bothered by it at all. I mean, no. I, I thought it was kind of a good placement because it was. <sighs> I have a problem watching shows where you're constantly getting bombarded with new cryptic information and you never get any answers yeah. like X-Files yeah. or Lost, you know? I, yeah, I it gets boring. That. Yeah. 
So this is very short, obviously, yeah. so that wasn't really a, a problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't but this one, you get three episodes in, you start to get some stuff and you start to get some questions and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. That, oh, that kind of ties together. And then they together. tell you and you're like, And then oh. they give you some information. And that's then you the symbolism stuff you saw. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I yeah, get it yeah. now, you know. Yeah, it starts to come together. And then by the end, it's all tied together. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good placement and I it didn't bother me that it broke no the no it didn't bother me i i enjoyed it i like i said i really like that last one though with the the pictures from exorcist and amityville yeah. i was like yeah, ah that was, that was cool yeah that was really <laughs> cool and just as a, a board game geek moment three of the episodes were written by shane small who was also the creator of exploding kittens <laughs> cool it's one of the board games card games that uh we enjoy fyi yeah, I definitely, I would say, you know, check this out. If you got the Hulu or, you know, look it up on uh, YouTube. Yeah, see if you can find any Yeah, I'll throw episodes. the trailer because I think there is a trailer for it. I'll throw that up on the um, Facebook page and okay. some pictures. and If uh, we can find any. If we can find any, yeah. You know, we were so busy with the last one, I didn't get pictures up for the last episode. Oh, you did. You know, I didn't. I'll have to do that too. You're going to have to go behind, especially since you said you were going to add them. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and it may not happen until I get back from the Nostalgia Fest because this weekend and next week is going to be busy as hell. Yes, indeed. But this episode hopefully will get up. Uh, It's a short one. You know, of course, it's a short subject. We, <laughs> That's right. I tell um, you, now, our podcast is about as long as the show. Yeah, yeah. Now, I tell you, we did watch another movie this evening called The Magnetic Monster. But we can't talk about that because I but think we're, we're not going to talk yeah, about that. We're going to put it into another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was. it's a 50s B sci-fi movie that's smarter than it had a right to be, I think. Yeah. And I uh, enjoyed it more than Rob did, I think. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Yeah. I need to watch it again. But we're going to watch another 50s sci-fi movie that we haven't do seen. Do a twofer. And do a twofer, yeah, with that. Because I think it'll, you know, be a little more fun, too. Yeah, yeah. I liked that one. I, um, yeah, anyway, we'll get into that yeah. later. All right. Well, we have one thing left to do. That's true. We have to prove that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot of people in this that I've ever heard of before. No. And I kind of recognize the one guy that did the... The Robert Stack thing? Yeah, the Robert Stack thing. But I think I'm going to go with Larry Hankin. Okay. Larry Hankin. Well, he did... Let's see. Which way do I want to go with that? While Rob is thinking, because (laughs) I forgot to... Let him explain. Rob and Clayton, a long time ago, discovered that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes, much like the Kevin Bacon game, where you can relate Kevin Bacon back to anything. They discovered long before that, that you could do the same thing to Planet of the Apes in very few steps, or sometimes many steps, because it's more fun that way. So that's what we're doing now. Okay. (laughs) What you got? Larry Heinken did an episode of Barney Miller. Okay. Okay, Ron Glass, Discape Harrison, Barney Miller. Yep. Was on Firefly Serenity. Yes, he was. With um, Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Who was in a movie called DC Cab. Oh, I okay. haven't seen that. With um, Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T? Yeah, and Mr. T was on the A-Team. 
and I believe William Smith did an episode of the A Team, and William Smith also did an episode of the Planet Apes TV show. <laughs> well, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> that was an odd direction. Good job. You're welcome. And hats off to William Smith. And hats off to me for whipping out DC Cab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a star, strange. a BC list star studded cast. <sighs> Crazy. All right, Everybody well, was in that movie. Jeez. Good job. You have proven once again thank you, thank that you. the world does indeed revolve around Planet of the Apes. Because it does. So go out and watch all the Planet Apes, original Planet Apes movies. And watch this crazy house. The house Hulu Halloween anthology. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely watch it. It was pretty cool. Right on. Okay. That's all I got. That's all I got. All right. Well, till next time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.